Watch fam, welcome to My Last Watch. I'm Kaylee. But do I do it like that? I don't think I do it like this. Is gone. But do I actually do it like that, boo? <laughs> I'm trying to bring some excitement into our introduction. This episode is going to be a little bit different, so I figure we start with a more exciting introduction. Okay. All right. Aloha, watch fam. <laughs> so this is Gun, and I am taking the lead for this episode. Well, we'll start off the episode. There's not really much updates in regards to our journey from the courts uh, QZ to the campus. I just wanted to talk about how we've noticed that we have some listeners from Korea that are joining us. So we just wanted to do, we just wanted to thank them. And I was going to do a quick intro in Korean. Are you down for that? I'm down because I can't speak Korean, <laughs> so I cannot do that intro. All right, then I'll take it from there. 안녕하세요. 저희 My Last Watch 팟캐스트를 한국에서 시청해 주시는 여러분들께 감사 말씀 전합니다. 앞으로도 여러분들께 좋은 콘텐츠 제공해 드리기 위해 더욱더 열심히 노력할 테니 앞으로 꾸준한 시청과 응원 부탁드립니다. 감사합니다. Are you gonna translate that? Or are you no, gonna I, just, I was just I was just thanking our listeners from Korea, and I told them we will try our best to produce uh, great content for them. Oh, that's a nice message. Yes. So this episode, since I'm taking charge, I just wanted to kind of share uh, my favorite watch shopping experience, which also happens to be at both of our favorite, one of our favorite travel destinations, uh, which is in Hawaii. So this was an experience that I've shared in our previous episode. It was the episode where we talked about how we wanted to get my dad a watch, but we weren't able to do so because they didn't actually have the new uh, Nomos campus. But, and you had brought up the question a few days ago, and asked why there were so many watch shops in Hawaii. And I actually had some time to think about it. And I think the main reason why is because a lot, I mean, Hawaii is a travel des- des- destination sure. where people go celebrate uh, milestones, whether it's a marriage. So I think in signature moments, I think a watch purchase is necessary. In Korean culture, uh, when someone gets married, you get a watch as a wedding gift. Sure. So a lot of Koreans, you'll see them go on a honeymoon and purchase watches in Hawaii on their trip. I think that is a very romantic view of why people watch shop in Hawaii. <laughs> I have a different take on it. Okay. Do you want- it could be incorrect. I haven't done research. Yes. Okay. But I think it's because it's a lot less expensive because yes. the sales tax is a lot less in Hawaii. I think it's around 4 or 5%. Oh, I should look this up. Okay. And then when we go, a lot of times they'll say duty free. Duty free is another. Yep. That is also another reason why. In addition, a lot of the travelers who come to Hawaii are from Asia. Japan. A lot of people from Japan. China, Japan. Eastern Asia. Korea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of Asian travelers come to Hawaii. I think the reason why we see so many watch shops Mm -hmm. is to accommodate those tourists because they know that people want... Western brands, or they want to buy a special item and get it for less than they could in their home country. That's my guess. And then whenever we've walked in, they always highlight that it's duty-free. So yes, Mm -hmm. there is that benefit. And I I know you've romanticized it as like a special occasion type of thing, but I think it's It could be a dream, personal dream of mine to actually go watch shopping in Hawaii and actually come up with the timepiece. Right. <laughs> I know you romanticize watches a lot, but I think it's in actuality just because of tourism and you can get a better watch. And then, also, and then also you'll 
I think people from Asian countries, we don't have access to a lot of these watches, whether it's, I mean, we have Rolex in Asia, but then when、mm-hmm. you go there, a lot of the main items are sold out. So I think in Hawaii, maybe they'll have a wider selection that you wouldn't have at your home country. Because not just watches, but consumer goods in general, right, are、mm-hmm. a lot less in the、mm-hmm. States、yeah. as in Asia. Because、mm-hmm. so, you I mean, have to pay that added tax, the import tax, basically, for consumer goods or the premium luxury goods. I think there's a higher import tax. For example, whenever your parents visit us from Korea, we go to multiple Costco's. <laughs> And then we'll go to shopping outlets. But we pick up honey. Honey is extremely expensive in Korea. It's like, Three times the amount that it is here. It's liquid gold. <laughs> It's liquid gold, yep. And then I think multivitamins is something、right. that your mom yep. also Costco gets. Vitamin, yep. <laughs> is there anything else that I'm missing on the, co- those, the Costco? Costco, those、list? are the two main, and then, she, yeah, those are the two main items. But the thing is, they all they have it at the Korean Costco as well, but it's just the price difference. So that, and then, yeah, premium outlets my mom loves to go to, and we love our coach. Actually, this, this ties in really nicely because the last time we went to Hawaii was October 2019, so several months before the pandemic,、mm-hmm. and we met up with your parents. Yeah, we did. And that was when we took them watch shopping and we failed at acquiring the Nomos campus, but they had a lovely time.、Uh, my father was stationed in Hawaii for a few months when I was in middle school, so my parents did have, you know, A lot of good memories surrounding Hawaii, but I think it was very different for them to actually go on a leisurely trip rather than for work. And so my dad had mentioned how it was such a different experience being able to enjoy Hawaii. It was also different because your dad didn't plan the trip. Thank God for all of us, <laughs> all of us survived. So my dad is notorious for planning trips.、Uh, he's like a military, well, he was actually in the military, but he's like a drill sergeant when it comes to planning trips. And I've experienced this. <laughs> your dad is so sweet. But the trip itineraries are it very starts, intense. It starts at 5 a.m. and it ends around 9 p.m. And we eat for about 20 minutes max for each meal. Eating is not his goal for trips, which we're both food motivated. Right. So whenever we go traveling, like most of our time spent at restaurants, like go visiting like good spots to have good food. But for my dad, it's mostly sightseeing and it's a pretty packed schedule. I do want to say, very appreciative of. Everything that your dad did while we were in Korea because、yeah. he had a packed itinerary. I feel like I've seen most of Korea. <laughs>、yes. I really enjoyed Hawaii in part because we got to plan, but not just for our own sake. It is kind of nice when I was going to say when you're a kid, well, we're adults now.、Yeah. It's kind of nice to do something for your parents. No, I agree. And、yeah. for them not have to worry about planning things. And since I've I've been going to Hawaii pretty regularly because I have family there. So I feel like I'm pretty familiar、mm-hmm. um, with Honolulu. The last couple of times we've gone to Oahu, we've purchased Go Oahu passes, which I definitely recommend folks get.、Um, basically, you can buy this pass and you can visit an unlimited number of attractions over a period of one, two, three, five, or seven days. For us, we think that three days is a good amount of days to get. You can go to all these different museums.、Uh, you can go to like a luau. You can go snorkeling. You can go paddle boarding. And so, if you were to buy all these do things. Do they still do the catamaran as well? The catamaran. Catamaran. Yeah. yeah, you can go on like this Water,、yeah. nice catamaran sailing trip. And if you were to buy all these things individually, I mean, you'd be back hundreds and hundreds of dollars. But this pass. 
is a couple hundred bucks. I don't know it off the top of my head, Mm -hmm. but you can trust me. You guys know how I like to save money. (laughs) So if I'm buying it, it's worth it. Um, And especially if you're not familiar with Hawaii, I highly recommend getting the Go mm -hmm. Wild Pass. It's been a lifesaver for us and it's a great way to experience Hawaii at a fraction of the price. So that's what we we did for this past trip uh, when your parents came with us. Yep. But outside of the Go Wild Pass and all the activities, another reason we love Hawaii is the food options that we have. The food is Best excellent. Food. If you yep. like Asian food, it's it's a paradise. Spam um, paradise. Really, there's only a handful of places that we always have on our list. Part of the reason why is you can walk into any place, and I feel like you're not going to be disappointed. You can go into any ABC store and just grab Spam Musubis, and you'll you'll be set. We do have a few of our favorite spots there that we wanted to share with you all. Do you want to start with your, do you have, what's your personal favorite? I think you'll probably want to start with the desserts. <laughs> no, I was actually going to start with Pho Bistro. Wow. Yep. I'm pretty sure there's a number in there too. Pho Bistro 2. Pho Bistro 2. Yep. Delicious oxtail. You have to get the oxtail soup. It is a hole in the wall. Most of these places we're going to be listing are hole in the walls. It's not like high-end restaurants. It's definitely more hole in the wall scene. Yeah, really good broth. And then I like how they have some veggies in there, some peanuts for texture. And then they have the ginger and shoyu dipping. Yeah, ginger shoyu dipping. That's really good. The other place that we really like is Manila Nude. For ramen. Which is a recent discovery for us. Yes. I feel like we only have gone there within the past three years or so. So much better than any of the ramen shops here on the mainland. No, no, I'll let you explain (laughs) this. You're the ramen guru. (laughs) What's different about this ramen is it's suke men, so it's the dipping noodles. Basically, you have a small bowl of very concentrated broth that you dip the noodles in. So I like that it's a little bit different than just like a normal warm brothy ramen. I'm a huge fan of their fat pork belly. The thick pork belly cuts the chashu. Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Yeah, you like that. I don't. <laughs> Like and then you get the sukeme, I just get the re- regular ramen, but yeah, because of that pork, it's so good. But That's delicious. I feel like those are kind of our, our main go-tos, because like I said, you can really go anywhere and have a good meal, I feel One like. One other place is Pig and the Lady. There Ooh, may be a yes. long wait, but banh mi dips or where it's at. Do you think people know what a banh mi is? I don't know. Yeah, I feel Should like... Should you explain? Banh mi is basically a Vietnamese baguette. And then they have either pork or uh, beef or chicken, but I'd recommend getting the pork. And then they give you a side of faux broth that you dip it in. Oh, the flies. Yeah, it's just perfect. It's heavenly. That pairing, because the baguette, yeah, you want it to kind of soak it in the fall and then have a bite, but it's amazing. It's a heavenly pairing. For dessert, there's a couple spots we always like to go, which are very close to each other, actually. One is Leonard's. Yep. For malasadas. Yeah, hot malasadas, which are these Portuguese donuts, and they make them to order. They have sugar and cinnamon all over them, which it's your mom does slap, not like. Slap off the sugar from the malasadas. <laughs> yeah, because Koreans don't really like sweets. Not to generalize. But... No, yeah, yeah, that's true. And especially my mom more so. And so we took her to Leonard's and... <laughs> the first thing that she does is pulls out this donut and then she just like aggressively starts Slapping slapping it. all the sugar off. I think people, people are definitely oh, yeah. us. But that's I think the best laugh that I had, had that, that trip. trip. It was just such a funny yeah moment. A couple blocks away from Leonard's is Wyola Shave Ice. Mm-hmm. 
shave ice if you've never had it before. I hate to compare it to a snow cone because it's so oh, much better do <laughs> than a snow cone. But just think of a snow cone that's just with this very finely shaved ice. So it's not crunchy. It's very soft. And then they pour syrup on it. And you can get things like mochi balls, oh, yeah. azuki bean. I like to get ice cream on the bottom. It's great. Options are limitless. And then also another thing that we love in Hawaii, only in Hawaii, apple bananas. True. Apple bananas. Delicious. You, if you're ever in Hawaii, you need to stop by any grocery store and get apple bananas. It will blow you away. I don't even like bananas. But apple bananas are probably my favorite fruit right now. Yeah, and apple bananas are basically miniature bananas. They're probably only like three inches long or so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> okay. They're... Apple bananas. <laughs> apple bananas are these small bananas. But what makes them really good is that they're really tart. Yes. That's what I enjoy about them. Yeah. Really tart. You say you can eat probably a dozen apple bananas in one sitting, would you say? Yeah. And about six bamboo subis. Yeah. And we'll call it breakfast. Right. Like I said, yeah, the food is just so good in Hawaii. And if you like coffee, Vintage Island Coffee is the place to go. They'll have multiple locations. But outside of coffee, they're acai bowl. Yes. It's quite delicious. So good. And you feel kind of healthy. I don't know if it's actually healthy. Probably not. But Probably not. But there's a lot of fruit on top. I think they might have some granola in there. And then It's delicious. Especially with that climate in Hawaii. Yeah. When it's hot, just enjoying the acai bowl hits the spot. When we're not busy eating, we do check out some watch shops every now and then. Mm -hmm. And what's really nice is because there's so many different brands... As a watch collector, I think it was probably when I was first getting into watches, I had researched so many different watch brands, but I had never had a chance to put them on. Like I never got to experience it in person. So when we went to Hawaii, that was a good opportunity for me. I remember I tried on a Grand Seiko for the first time. And I remember realizing, because I'd heard about the quality of Grand Seiko and everyone raised about it. But then until you actually see a Grand Seiko in person... I think that's when it really hits home. You're like, okay, this is definitely a few steps above a Seiko. So what makes it so different than one of the Seikos that you have? It would be finishing. So basically uh, everything's uh, made by hand. And then they use this polishing method called the Zaratsu polishing. And only Grand Seiko, or only Seiko has this technique. And by polishing, are we talking about like basically the watch dial is what? No, the, by polishing, it's just like the edges of the watch okay. and yeah, the dial and the case design. So it has a very unique design. And then also when you look at the hands, their hands are very unique and it's because of that Zaratsu polishing method. So if you were to see just the hands mm -hmm. of a regular Seiko and a Grand Seiko, you'd be able to tell the difference? Most of the time, I think you, yeah, I think you would be able to tell just by looking at the um, hands. And okay, if you look what, at the dial, what if the hands weren't moving? Like, is it no, because the hands move differently? Or no, no, no. Design? That's not the, it's like, if you were to look in it, it's almost like mirror finishing where you'd be able to see yourself in the dial or mm -hmm. in the hands. Mm -hmm. And then also when you look at the dial itself, it's much more 3d like, if that makes sense. Interesting. Mm -hmm. There's many more different layers. And so when you look at a Grand Seiko, you definitely know, okay, this is different from just a typical Seiko. 
How much does a Grand Seiko? It would be in the three thousand to five. I mean, it, it's like I think the basic Grand Seiko goes for about three thousand dollars. So it's it, actually pretty similar to a high end Corona. Correct. Or I'm mm-hmm. assuming a high end Corona. Until I discovered Corona Tokyo, Grand Seiko was going to be my next step after Seiko. But then I kind of switched routes because I discovered Chrono Tokyo, and I decided I was more interested in this independent brand than Grand Seiko. Even though Grand Seiko is not independent, but it's not as well known mm-hmm. as other premium luxury watch brands. So I was very interested in Grand Seiko as well. Hopefully, I actually do plan on adding a Grand uh, Seiko later that's on. That's a different conversation. We'll <laughs> set that conversation for another episode. <laughs> there is a GMT that I've been eyeing. That's a Grand Seiko. So. A GMT is a dual time zone watch, which I need so I can keep up with the time in Korea. That's what the iPhone's for. Sure, <laughs> but, but but if I had it, you just add five hours and you flip the time of day. That's what I always do. So right now, yeah, it's probably like eleven. See, rather than having to do the math, I could just look at my watch and be able to tell the time. That's what the dual time zone. But anyways, yeah. In Hawaii, did you see that there was a certain type of watch that was more on display, like? Seiko, we know, is Japanese, right? So did you see more Asian brands or was it a mix? I think it was more active watches, like beater watches that you see just because it's like water. I mean, like diver watches and different things you, I think, they had like a wider range. They're all like luxury watches though. No, they are. Yeah, Yeah. they're luxury brands, but Mm -hmm. I think it was more active watches. But I mean, they had all sorts of different watches. They had Cartier. So there wasn't really one brand or thing that really stood out there. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. The reason why we're talking about Hawaii and just traveling in general is because we both got vaccinated. We're vaxxed up right now. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes, definitely get it so you can travel again. Don't be that person. <laughs> yeah, please, unless, unless, please you, be can, a team. unless yeah. you can, medically. Yeah. Totally understand that. But please be a team player. I got J&J about a month ago, so I am fully vaxxed now. And Gun, you actually got your second vax today. Yep, I just got my second dose today. I'm all vaxxed up. I got the Pfizer. I'm slightly worried because I've heard the Pfizer has uh, some side effects, whether it's you know soreness or you know feeling uh, ill. I don't know. We'll see. But I've heard the second day can be rough on some people, so we'll see how it goes. But better than getting COVID. Yep, that is very true. <laughs> when I got uh, the J and J, the main side effect I had was I was just a little bit tired that day. And then the other side effect... I remember you telling me you had the MSG body. Yeah. I just, it just <laughs> felt like I had eaten a lot of MSG and was a little bit like kind of sore and achy. Mm-hmm. Just like after you eat MSG. But that day we also got pho. We did get pho. So <laughs> I might have just had too much pho. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. It's probably the pho. Either way, <laughs> it really wasn't too bad. I mean, it nothing to be afraid of. And the more people who can get vaccinated, we can... Try to get back to normal. Yeah. But what's unfortunate is whenever I talk to my parents, like they're in Korea now, in Korea, certain countries, the vaccination is not being rolled out until the end of the year. And I know in Korea, my mom is scheduled for October for her first shot. So yeah, I mean, certain countries right now, it's just more difficult to get the vaccinations. It really is a privilege that we're even able to get the shot. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I was, I was really sad when I heard that your parents would have to wait a while, especially because yeah. your parents are older. Yeah. You know, we're young and we're mm-hmm. able to get the shots in the States. And meanwhile, it's going to be probably the fall. Yeah. Right. That's why I'm so surprised that people here in America, like you have the vaccines readily available, but then you see people that just 
don't believe in the vaccine. I don't know. It's, you know, yeah. I mean, so it's unfortunate. Yeah. I definitely understand everyone has their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, get vaxxed up. <laughs> get vaxxed up. <laughs> if you're in Seattle, you can actually get vaccinated at a Mariners game, which I think is pretty cool. I was just reading in the paper that they're going to start doing that as mm-hmm. a way to go where the young people are going. Yeah. Um, so they're going to get that set up. Hopefully we'll hear more details soon. Mm-hmm. Another thing that they're doing, and I'm not sure if this is going to be a regular thing all summer, but I know in a couple of weeks, they're going to start selling uh, $10 tickets yep. for folks who have been vaccinated. And they're going to have a COVID zone. They're going to have a COVID <laughs> zone. You can go into the pen, which is basically a spot where a lot of kind of the more younger folks yep. go to get some beers, get some snacks before the Beer game. Garden. Yep. I think you get 20% off of food at the game, which I will take any discount I can yeah. get at Safeco. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, if you haven't been vaccinated yet and you're in Seattle, you want to go to Mariners yeah. game, Google it, do some research there. Well, we're just excited that both of our both of us are vaxxed up now and we can start planning some trips for the upcoming year one of the first places we want to go is hawaii which is why we wanted to cover it this episode and then of course go to korea i think probably once your parents are vaccinated as well yeah i know my first travel destination was korea but now with the vaccinations not being rolled out even though we're vaxxed up i don't think we should actually go visit them until they actually get their shots Hopefully, I'm thinking 2022 is probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Which I feel bad saying because we haven't seen your family since 2019. Yep. To close out this episode, do you want to say something in Korean? Say goodbye to the Korean homies? Mahalo. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>